welcome to the Narcissist Slayer with your host, Hope J. Today's episode is about boundaries. And the reason why I wanted to make an episode about boundaries is because this week I have had multiple clients who have been struggling with what are boundaries, number one, and secondly, how do I set and maintain boundaries with the narcissist in my life? Now, for those of you who are listening for the first time, my name is Hope J. I am an attorney and I represent people going through divorces and contested custody cases with narcissists. That is primarily what my practice is focused on. And the vast majority of my clients are people who are in court with narcissists, narcissistic spouses or partners. And as anybody who's been through an, a situation like this knows, this is an incredibly difficult thing to be involved in. It's very difficult to be in a relationship with a narcissist, but it's even more difficult when you are attempting to separate from one. So one of the things that comes up all the time when I'm talking with my clients is how to set boundaries with the narcissist while you are continuing to have to communicate with them, uh, being forced by the courts to co-parent, and I say co-parent with parentheses or um, quotation marks around it, because um, as I will talk about in another podcast, there is no such thing as co-parenting with a narcissist. It's really parallel parenting, but unfortunately the family courts have not caught up with that concept and continue to force the idea of co-parenting down the throat of people who are in family court and in contested custody battles. So how do we set boundaries with a narcissist? Well, first of all, it's really important for people to understand what a boundary is. Now, Many people who are in relationships with narcissists find themselves in those relationships because they grew up in family systems where there were no boundaries set. Uh, Oftentimes, we have been victims of abuse. We have been victims of sexual abuse or physical abuse, or you're in an enmeshed family system where one of your parents or both of your parents were either narcissists or addicts or all kinds of mental or psychological issues are going on within your family system. And you, as a child, grow up in this system and have never experienced a boundary because your parents don't have any boundaries. And by that, I mean, in an Amesh family system, kids are uh, generally used by their parents to meet their parents' needs. So that's oftentimes how we become codependent and Codependents are very susceptible to relationships with narcissists because we don't know a boundary if it would hit hits us in the face and we've never set boundaries and boundaries have never been set with us. So narcissists uh, love that. Uh, they love people who can't set boundaries because then they can push you and push you and move the goalposts. And anytime you try and set a limit with them, they can run roughshod over you because you don't know how to hold that limit. And so people who grew up in these dysfunctional family systems where they've had a narcissistic parent or a parent who was an addict or maybe both, they learned to enable that parent, they learned how to be very codependent with that parent. And then as an adult, 
they end up in these types of dysfunctional relationships with narcissists where narcissists are essentially fulfilling that parent role. So you don't really know what a boundary is because there were no boundaries in your family. And I've had a couple of clients this week say that exact thing to me. I, I don't know what a boundary is. I, I've, I never had a boundary. I, I don't know how to set them. I don't know what they are. So first and foremost, it's really important to understand what is a boundary. And it's, it's really not that difficult of a concept. It's difficult to, to understand when you've never had boundaries in your life and no one's ever had boundaries with you. But ultimately what a boundary is, is it's a line between you and another person. So you are a person separate from other people. When you grow up in a, in a mesh family system or, you, or you're very codependent with your parents, you don't really know what the line is between you and somebody else. You don't know where you stop and they start or you end and they begin and everything is confusing. So that's what a narcissist is counting on, that you can't understand what that line is so that they can wrap you up in their you know, dysfunctional, toxic drama and you can't figure out what's good for you because you don't have any concept of what's good for you because all you can think about is uh, what's good for the other person. And unfortunately, that's something that many codependents, that's how we organize our lives. We organize our lives around other people and what's good for that person. And we forget about ourselves. We don't know ourselves. We don't know what's good for us because we've never been allowed to figure that out. So that's the first step in learning how to set a boundary is you have to learn to begin to understand what's good for you. And what's good for you is almost always the opposite of what's good for the narcissist. So that's a good place to start because what they want, they want to continue to mine you. They want to continue to manipulate you. They want to continue to push you and control you. So all of those things that they're trying to do, when you set a boundary with them, then they are no longer going to be able to do that because you're no longer going to permit that. You're not going to allow that. So number one, you have to figure out what that is. Where's that line? If something doesn't feel good to you, if it causes you to feel some internal strife or uh, internal your internal radar system. Now, oftentimes as codependents, we ignore that internal radar system, right? Something doesn't feel good to us and we're like, we ignore it. We push it down. We pretend it's not happening. Uh, that's cognitive dissonance. We're going to talk about that in another podcast. But we have to become much more aware of our inner voice. Our inner voice is actually the thing that's going to save us from the narcissist. So we have to really start tuning in and listening to our inner voice. Because when something feels wrong to us, when it feels wrong, that means it's wrong. And that means that it's coming up with somebody's behavior or what somebody's asking of us is coming up against one of our boundaries. We just don't know what that is because we've never tried to enforce it before. So if we spend some time thinking about what feels wrong, then we know when we need to set a boundary with somebody. If someone is always pushing themselves on us or always asking too much of us or always putting us in, in positions or uh, asking us to put ourselves in positions that don't feel right, that feel unsafe, that we have, those are our boundaries. So if the first part of this task is really learning to understand what the boundaries are, what boundaries are, and when it feels wrong and feels like it's pushing up against something that feels wrong, that's where your boundaries are. 
Um, So that's the first part of this. And then the second part of it is being able to hold your boundary, meaning you're not going to acquiesce, you're not going to give in, you're not going to say yes when when you really want to say no. When you really want to say, nope, uh, this doesn't feel right. I don't want to do that. It feels unsafe. I, I, I don't. I don't like how this is making me feel. So when you have those inner feelings, when your inner voice is saying those things to you, uh, the the way to set a boundary is to say no. Um, that's I'm not doing that. Or no, uh, I, I don't agree to that. Or no, I'm not going to give in to that. Or or whatever the situation is. Oftentimes. You know, narcissists, they try to push you. Um, they've always been able to push you into, into agreeing with them or doing things their way because, you know, we don't want to have those conflicts with them because we know that the wrath of God is coming if we dare to disagree with them or uh, in any way resist what they want. So, of course, it's going to feel uncomfortable in the beginning because we're so used to we're We're afraid of them, right? Uh, we don't want we don't want to have to deal with what comes next, the rages or the silent treatments or whatever it might be. So in holding on to our boundaries, we have to be strong enough in, inside of ourselves to be able to say no and to be able to shut that you know piece off where, um, you know, then their rage and their wrath and their silent treatments and all of the things that they do to try to manipulate us out of our boundaries, where that no longer is going to matter to you. And when you're separating from a narcissist, when you are divorcing a narcissist, um, that's when those things really should stop mattering to you. Um, because you really need to get yourself into a headspace where the number one person in your life um, is you. It's you, and if you have children, it's your children. And it's no longer the narcissist. So what the narcissist wants or needs or is trying to get out of you or or manipulate you into is no longer your problem. So you have to be able to say no. You have to be able to set a limit. You have to be be able to say, I'm not going to do that. Um, And you have to be able to hold and maintain those boundaries, regardless of what sort of temper tantrum um, you're going to get from the narcissist. And, you know, you know what those uh, what those temper tantrums look like. And uh, they're unpleasant and uh, you're going to feel like you want to give in. But in order to get better at this, you have to be able to hold on through the storm. Um, Once you are get better at setting boundaries and the narcissist learns that they're no longer going to be able to push you around, uh, then they're going to, you know, again, move on to greener pastures. They're going to move on to other people who aren't able to set boundaries. Uh, Narcissists hate boundaries. They hate people who can set them because they're not good narcissistic supply. They're not easily manipulated people. And narcissists want, you know, they want, they want the easy, the easy route. They don't want to work for things. They want people that are going to fall into line. So setting and maintaining boundaries is so important. Uh, It's so important in recovering from narcissistic abuse. It's so important when you're going through the process of leaving a narcissist. Uh, There's many things out there, many people out there who are talking about boundaries and learning to set boundaries. You can Google boundaries and uh, watch videos and listen to other podcasts. But I thought it was really important to do a podcast today about boundaries and to give people you know, support and encouragement and to let them know that if you have never 
been able to set a boundary, it's because you grew up in, in a family where there were no boundaries. And so this is there's a learning curve here. So don't be hard on yourself. Uh, take some time to learn about boundaries and practice setting them. And I promise you that you're going to get better at it as time goes on. Thank you so much for listening.